Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming podcast. And we're back, it's World Gaming, episode 208, it's David and it's Chris. Hey, long time no see you guys. Long time no see to you, Chris. <laughs> so, I have managed to put up two or three podcasts on my own, or I've had some guests on to do some stuff, but we haven't really had a regular show for a, a good two, nearly three months maybe. Mm, and that will change, that will change. Hopefully, yes it will, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <coughs> I am rather ill at the moment. Yes, as we can tell. Oh god, that does. It's not running, then all of a sudden it just explodes. Oh, okay, that sounds disgusting. Yeah, it's great. So, the main reason why, I might as well go into it now. The main reason yeah, why... I've not been on the sh- on the show that much. Is well, one I record it all, I edit it all down, so without me, no one's there to record it. But That's true. I was living the sunny life in Glasgow, and I would have a guess about eight months ago now. Me and my long-term fiance, I guess you could say that. Well, I guess a year before that, we basically sort of said that we were no longer engaged, but we were still together. Right. Um, And then I ended up spending a good six months living in the spare bedroom. And so that wasn't great. But I still did the podcast as usual, did everything as normal, did everything as I could. And then um, we officially broke up when she informed me that she went down on holiday and cheated on me. So that was like, right, that's it, yep, yeah, we're officially over. So, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Uh, it's one of those things where if I'd have had somewhere to go or a bit of money saved up, I would have moved out like a year ago. Yeah, yeah. But because I was screwed, paying all the bills, stuck in there, I was basically stuck in that sort of circumstance and couldn't get out. And I looked at moving in Glasgow, but everywhere in Glasgow wanted, like, I think it was like £400 up front, £400 bond, £200 credit check, and other bits and bobs. So it was like, they wanted like 1300 up front before, you know, I could move out. And I was paying... The house rent, the council... I was paying all the bills, so my money basically went straight away. So Mm. that was pretty much screwed. And a week after we officially broke up, I went to my work and said, look, can I just have a a week off? Um, So they agreed, let me have a week off. I went back down to England to visit my family. So I had a week at my parents... And they treated me like a a 12-year-old, so I slept in, they made me breakfast, (laughs) you know, like good parents do. Yeah, great parents, yeah. And 
when I was down visiting my parents, I discovered that an old girlfriend of mine from about 13 years ago, mm-hmm. that she was involved in a horse riding accident like a year and a half ago now. And the accident left her paralyzed from the waist down. Oh, Jesus. So, I, once I found that out, I sort of emailed her and said, look, I'd like to just come through just to see you sort of thing. And she said yes, but she didn't seem too enthusiastic about me coming up to see her because it didn't end well. And when I came up to sort of see her, I was like, um, I hope you don't mind me coming. She said, no, I really like you coming. You know, I don't really get any visitors. And I was like, oh, if you'd have sounded a bit more enthusiastic, I'd have, you know, been a bit happier to sort of come and see her sort of thing. And she, she, her reply was, well, people say they're coming to see me, but then the last minute changed their mind. Yeah. Because she said that out of all of her friends, only about four or five people actually see her anymore. Yeah, that's and, rough. And it's like, they can't, they don't see her anymore, they just see the chair. Yeah, yeah. So I came to see her. We had a, a great day, just took her out in town, went to McDonald's, you know, just a stupid... Yeah, 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 just going around, lightening the mood. Yeah, and but for her, you know, I could see that it was getting out of the house doing stuff. And mm. that was nice. So we exchanged numbers again, we were talking, and went back to my parents, spent the rest of the week there, went back up to Glasgow to the spare bedroom, and... Well, I, back with your, with your ex-fiancé? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. So that was fun. And all through that, the she was sort of like coming into my room at two, three o'clock in the morning because she was talking to her fella on Skype every night that she had cheated with me with. Um, oh god, this is a horror story. Man. But he was a professor from America that was on holiday, so she was talking to him like two, three o'clock in the morning. But for him, it was just after he was getting back from his lectures, his teachings. So for him, it was like five, six o'clock at night. And she would purposely sort of like come out past my bedroom at night and make noises and stuff. And so that would wake me up. And then she'd come into my room, turn the light on and sort of shout at me for talking to my, you know, Olivia. So, you know, you can't speak to her anymore. You, You know, you can't do this. If you sort of help her out or whatever you won't, you'll never find another girlfriend they won't you know then stayed and then she also said that it serves a right for the accident oh wow that's a bit much so I was just like like don't ever say anything to anyone that you don't know sort of thing and yeah, yeah yeah when I was sort of like then I sort of like my ex-girlfriend I sort of told her look I'm, I'm moving out in a couple of weeks I wasn't really, but I just sort of said that just to sort of tell her that I was leaving. And yeah. then she started proper screaming and shouting, saying that you can't, I can't leave, I can't, you know, why would I need to leave when they've got a perfectly good room there and this, that, the other. So I think mm. she didn't want to be with me, but didn't want me to leave. Right. And I sort of messaged um, Olivia, the old girlfriend, Sort of saying, yep. is it okay if I just come down for the weekend? I'll book Friday off work, come down on the Friday, stay 
Friday night, Saturday night, and go back up on Sunday morning, well, Sunday afternoon. And she said, yeah, that's fine. She had a spare bedroom, so just go down, have a nice weekend. So we just did the, you know, silly little things, cinema, going out for meals, doing bits and bobs. Yeah. And on the Sunday morning, my sort of ex-fiancé messaged me saying, um, basically along the lines of... um, why can you be friends with her but not friends with me? And I messaged her back. Well, I mean, it's it's been a decade. I, I said it's been over ten years. You know, feelings, yeah. people change. Yeah. You know, and she sort of messaged back saying, "I fucking hate you, and I hate that cabbage too." Wow. Okay. And I was just like, "You can't say that." And when I was up on going on the train back up to Glasgow. After the weekend away, which nothing happened, you know, separate rooms, everything, just friends. When I was sort of yeah, travelling yeah. back up, I messaged like my ex-fiancé to sort of say, look, I'm coming back up now. I'll be back in Glasgow within the next couple of hours, just to give you fair warning to, you know, that I'll, I'll be back. Mm. And she was like, oh, you better go to a hotel, you're not welcome. And I, I emailed back saying, my name's on the lease. I have rights to get in to get my stuff and do, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And she was like, no, you're not coming in. So I left it at that, got to the flat, opened the main doors, got to the the flat door, but her key was in, so I couldn't open the door. I knocked on the doors, and she still wouldn't let me in. And uh, emailed her saying, look, if you don't let me in, I'll get the police. And she just emailed back saying, just try it. So this is about oh, okay. half oh, 11, geez. 12 o'clock at night. This so is getting pretty dark. I rang the, not the emergency 999 number, but the, I, I don't even know what number it was. It was like a 111 or 555, something stupid, like the non-emergency number. And I rang them. 111 <laughs> is the emergency number in New Zealand. No, it's probably not that number. It's probably 555 <coughs> or something. Yeah, you probably called the New Zealand police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what I said to them, look, I, I'm sorry if it's the wrong number I'm ringing, but and I explained the situation, and they said, "Is it your name on the lease?" I said, "Yes," and they said, oh, "You've got right of access. She can't stop you going in there, unless there's yeah. like violence or risk of harm or whatever. That she's got no reason to not let you back in." So they sent the police round. They knocked on the door, got in, talked to her, came back out, explained the situation to me. Said, "Go into the, go in there, go in your room." keep out of her way, don't do out. And I was like, that's what I was doing anyway. And then, when I was like, so this was about one o'clock in the morning. I'd work the next day at seven in the morning. Yeah. Um, so basically, quickly had a shower, didn't unpack, I just shoved my bag to the side, got into bed. And then for the next sort of two hours, I could hear her crying in the other room. Okay. It's like, well, it's your own fault. What the hell are you crying for? And, but yeah, so this is very messy. That went badly, and then, but when I was down in Middlesbrough with the old girlfriend from thirteen years ago, I did mention to her, sort of saying, "Since you're basically on your own or whatever, have you ever thought of having someone being your carer?" And she was like. Not really, but I would love someone just, you know, the company, day-to-day company. And 
So we discussed a little bit of that. And two weeks later, I moved down to Middlesbrough in my own two-bedroom house. And I go around to see her every single day just to help her out and clean bits and bobs. And The only problem is, I get up at my house at 9 o'clock in the morning, have some breakfast or whatever, walk around to her place for like half 10, have breakfast, make sure she's up and about, have a quick clean-up, um take her to a doctor's appointments or shops or whatever she wants. Then I actually have a shower at her place. I go to my part-time job in Primarking retail from yep. 3 o'clock till 7 o'clock at night. And what are you I, doing in retail? It's just like selling clothes. It's really quite bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, fair enough. And But it's just like a 20-hour-a-week contract. Um... I sort of get, I go back to her place for seven. I make dinner, or she makes dinner. We have dinner. Then we sit down on the sofa, just watching a movie or something. Then I make sure she gets into bed and gets sorted. And then I leave her place at about um, twelve, half twelve at night. Walk back to mm. my place, so I get back home for like one, half one, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And so that's basically my massively full day. Yeah, sounds like it, mate. I mean, it sounds like you've been through a lot and it's been a messy situation for a lot of people. So, no, I'm sorry to hear about that on on a lot of people's fronts. I mean, when I mentioned to my work up in Glasgow yeah. that me and her had split up, I didn't get one person to sort of say, oh, I'm sorry about that. Every single person were like, oh, I'm glad she was a horrible person. Because she used to work at the same Glasgow shop I worked at until she quit. Right. And uh, mentioned to me, me mum, that I'd, I'd broken up with her, and she was like, oh, that's good, I didn't like her. Mm. So oh, you could have told yeah. me that four years ago. <laughs> what does I say? No, I've, I've never met her, and I, I have no idea, so... um. I'm I'm just saying sorry because I know you know a relationship hey, breakup I, can always be it can always be difficult, yes. but um no and there you go for our listeners I mean that's a that's a deep insight into the personal lives of the One Up Gaming team. Yes, and I do apologise, but I just think you know it's one of those things where breakups happen, relationships end, and if you're in a relationship that's really shit, then. The last three months of my life has been the best it's been for over two years. I mean, I'm glad to hear that. I actually went to the doctors about a year ago to basically say, I wouldn't say suicidal, but I would say that there was times that was really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where there was times where I was seriously thinking of doing something stupid. Yeah, well, as I say, you shouldn't think that way, mate. I mean, Christ, even all the way over in New Zealand, you know, you can always flick me a message. I know, I know. Um, But I'm one of these people that even (coughs) when I was really... I mean, I can't remember who the hell I was doing a podcast with. It might have been you. Where we were doing a podcast and I said, oh, we'll just have a a quick break. And then I put you on mute because my ex-fiancé came into the bedroom to basically scream and shout at me. And I was there oh, wow. for like 20 minutes, half an hour. Because she sort of said that I cared more about 
talking to you than I did talking to her. And well, I doubt you. You're that fond of me, David. <laughs> nah, and I tried to explain to her saying, "I talk to, her, I'm there for her, whatever she wants." Mm. Throughout the entire week, I talk to you or whoever's on the podcast, maybe for two, three hours, one night a week. Yeah. You know, it's not as if I'm talking to you every single night for three hours. No, I mean, it's not like we were sending sexually suggestive messages to each other all throughout the night, every night. Well, let's not rule that out. (laughs) Anyway, David, um, I do have to bring up, though, that I do have to head off to my flight. Um, I'm going down to (laughs) Napier, Napier in New Zealand. Um, to see my, um, I'm going to see my cousin for his first birthday. That's, he won't remember it. He won't remember it, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, still go down, it's a family thing. Um, so should we get onto something to do with games? Yes, yes we should, Chris, yes. Good. Do you want to say right. what you've been sort of playing or doing or... Yeah, yeah, why not? Uh, let's, let's, Jesus, let's lighten the mood a little bit. I'm glad you felt, you know, comfortable enough to open up, but let's take the audience on a different journey now. Um, so no, I've been playing a few games. Uh, the main one I have been playing at the moment is Ark Survival Evolved. Um, that recently, I think it was, I think it was August 31st, um, the, the final version release. So the, 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 basically the 1.0, you know, the, the the copy that they're saying, you know, this is a finished game. This is no longer really access. Yeah. So I've been waiting for that because I mean I'm not I'm not a big fan of um you know, when I play something, I'm gonna have I'm not the type of gamer who goes back and plays things over and over again. I have one experience with it and I move on. So I don't really have time to be playing early access games or even games that are in beta. Um I like to play a game when it's finished, when the developer says, Hey, this is actually a finished product, what do you think? So I, I waited till it came out on uh, PlayStation 4, um, and um, I've been giving it a go. So I, I started off with um, I started off playing the game as intended. So I went onto an online server and I was playing with people online. Um, did not enjoy it. I have to say <laughs> that um, I am not a multiplayer guy by any means. I like my single player experiences. Um, that I can just move at at my own pace. So I don't know. I, fi- I find multiplayer um, not as enjoyable because I feel like I'm trying to keep up with everyone else and I don't have time to see everything in the world because I'm trying to keep up with everyone and, and not get myself killed. So anyway, so I, I, if, if you're unfamiliar with the premise of Ark Survival Evolved, which I'm, I'm sure you're not, it's been in early access for two years now. Um, you, you know the game, don't you, David? I played it about two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, you basically, it's a it's a survival sim. You wake up on an island, um, no idea why you're there. Uh, it is an island filled with dinosaurs and extinct prehistoric creatures. Um, there are these giant um, alien spaceship-looking obelisks uh, that make out the three corners of the island, um, and you're basically just set loose. There's no real story. Um, there's Honestly, no real purpose other than just play the game how you want, survive, have fun. Cool concept, you know, that's cool. But um, I arrived on an island and um, 
this very much, it does not feel like the console version of the game, because I'm playing on PS4, it does not feel like the console version of the game. It feels like a straight-up PC port. All the um, inventory layouts, the UI, uh, everything is very, very PC, you know, very PC-looking, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so I got on the island and had no idea what i had to do i will tell you i have watched more youtube videos and looked on more guides than i have for a game in the last four years just trying to like literally it took me 20 minutes to work out just how to drink water because i was dying of dehydration and i was like how the hell do i drink water you know but i um i quickly moved away from multiplayer because i arrived on an island and it kind of i like to create like little stories when i go into games and the immersion was kind of broke for me because i woke up on this island and there were already a whole ton of random dudes running around um and none of them would talk to me none of the other players online wanted to talk to me um i would follow them around and they would get annoyed with me and i followed one guy to his house um which was up on a hill, and I was dying of starvation, and I said, hey, I've never played this game before, do you have any food, or could I come into your house, because my character is also dying of cold. He said no, and locked the door. My character (laughs) died. So at that point, I went, fuck multiplayer, this is shit. Um, So I ended up making my own, hosted my own game playing single player, and decided to progress that way. Um... Arc, even for someone who loves single-player games, um, playing it on my own, I had a lot of fun. Uh, it is definitely a grind, and it is definitely a one-step-forward, two-steps-back process. Because you can die very easily in this game. And as you as you go through the world, uh, you level up. As you level up, um, you can learn how to build more advanced things. So you start simple with like being able to build like a, a stone hatchet, um, you know, like a basic compass, um, a little leather bag that you can fill with water, that kind of stuff. And then you progress eventually to being able to build, like, Iron Man suits and giant mechanical dinosaurs when you're, like, level 150 or something like that. So there's an interesting progression system that you actually feel like, you you know, you're becoming more advanced. And the grind is surviving these dinosaurs because they can kill you they can kill you pretty quickly and the grind is surviving these dinosaurs and trying to collect enough resources to be able to build a shelter and and build weapons that you can then use to tame low-level dinosaurs use those low-level dinosaurs to harvest better resources use those better resources to build better stuff use that better stuff to tame higher dinosaurs so it's that it's that slow progression and you know as i say there, there are plenty of times that i wanted to turn it off uh, due to the fact that I would grind for several hours collecting wood and hide and meat, and then I would try to swim across a stream that was maybe three meters across, and I would immediately be eaten by piranhas. And once you die in this game, uh, you lose all the items you were carrying. Um, so the amount of time I would spend three hours building one thing and then die and lose that one thing. <laughs> So I was having fun, it was a good grind, but I found out that with the amount I had achieved, um, I had accomplished what people usually accomplished in four hours, it took me 15 hours. <laughs> and people say that it's around it's around 150 hours, something like that, to progress to like close to the end game. So at my current rate, it was going to take me 450 hours to get close to the end game. 
So I went, fuck that, and I decided to go on to the settings and change all the settings so that I was almost invincible and I was super fast and my dinosaurs were invincible and I had super strength and all my weapons could one-hit kill every dinosaur. Uh, and then the game got boring very quickly <laughs> because I basically broke it. So, Ark, fun experience. If you don't like multiplayer games, you can play it on your own, and that is a really fun experience. Don't fuck with the settings, because you will just ruin the game for yourself. I mean, I played the game when it first came out in early access. Yeah. I played it once. I died twice. So, on the first time, I loaded up, and I was walking around. I had no idea what I was doing. I saw a Triceratops. So I punched it. Mm. And then it just charged at me. So I ran to the beach and it was still charging at me. I jumped in the sea and started swimming. Turned around and it was swimming out towards me. Yeah. And then it just charged into me and I drowned. Yeah. I restarted the game again. Didn't go near the dinosaurs this time. Went the opposite way up the beach. And I found a, a little camp where there was like two or three people stood there. And mm. I sort of said, you know, I think when I played it, you couldn't type or do anything. It was like gestures. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. wave or whatever. So I, so I did the high sort of gesture. And a guy came up and just hit me with a club and killed me. <laughs> yeah exactly and I just like yeah this is not for me I don't want to play yeah, this not my game. Kind of game yeah exactly <laughs> no you have some interesting moments though like um my um my mum pops her head in occasionally when I'm playing games and um she'll have a look because you know she's not really interested in games but because I'm so interested in them and I've kind of built a bit of a career writing about them um you know, she'll she'll take the time every now and again to pop her head in and just see what I'm playing now, because I play a very diverse set of games. And she comes in and she has a look at Ark. And she sees me get killed by a dinosaur. And then if you if you don't know, um, you have around fifteen minutes, um, depending on the settings, I think that I think that's the, the the usual amount of time. You have fifteen minutes to find your dead body and get your resources back off of it. So you can get your resources back if you can find your dead body. But, I mean, there's usually running a risk, like, if you were killed by a dinosaur, that dinosaur is probably still there. So, no. So I was killed. Um, I died of starvation. And so I thought, cool, I'll just run back to my body. My mum then watches me as I run back, find my own dead body, <laughs> steal its clothes and all of its stuff, and then pull out an axe and hack up my own dead body <laughs> to use as meat so that I can stop dying of starvation. So my mum's like, oh yeah, you play you play pretty intelligent, deep games, as she literally watched me eat myself. <laughs> so I was like, mm, maybe didn't walk in at the best moment, mum. Different. But no, um, I would. I would, yeah, I would recommend it, um... I think I think the only reason you know I, I mucked around with the settings and stuff like that is um, unless there is a guiding story to pull me through something, 
I do not stick to games for long periods of time. I know some people love that, and they love a survival game where they can just grind and grind and grind and just continuously get better gear, better gear, build the ultimate fortress base, build an army of dinosaurs. Without a story and objectives guiding me, I cannot keep my attention on a game for more than 20 hours. So when I found out how long it was going to take me, that's just a personal turnoff for me. But I, I highly encourage you, even if you're not into multiplayer games, play on a single-player server, play it on your own. It is still a blast to play. You will get, you will get a very long time. Uh, you'll get a, a large amount of, of gaming out of this, this, this single title. It, it's, it's very good. It's very good. Although the one, the one negative I will say, um, and this, this didn't bother me throughout my experience, but this is probably one of the ugliest games on the PS4. <laughs> Like, graphically, this game, it's it looks like a PS3 game. It's very blurry, and the dinosaurs look great, but the environments look very, just, dull. But as I say, I mean, that's not why you're playing the game. You get involved in the grind and getting resources and stuff, so it, it didn't detract from my experience, but, I mean, it is a comment to be made. Yeah, I mean, it didn't look great when I played it, but... That was really early, and my PC is absolute dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, it still doesn't look great. I mean, I've seen videos of when you have it on the higher settings on a PC, it can look fantastic, but on the PS4, no, it, it, it wasn't great. Yeah. So is that basically all you've been playing? Uh, anything else? Yeah, um, that's basically what I've been playing. Um, I started um, the last day of June. I don't know if you've heard about that. Nope. No, I, I started the last day of June, but I'm not deep enough in yet to really have an opinion, so we might talk about that next week. Cool. Alright, what have you been playing, David? I will rattle through some things. If you could try to pronounce the very first thing on my list... Okay. It should be on the, the games we played, on the, the file. On the dock? Yeah. Okay, I'll have a look. Games we played. Um, so the games you played, you want me to try to pronounce that? Just the first one, yeah. Yep. Uh, Utomic. Utomic. Is that how you'd say it? Uh, Utomic, Utomic. Yeah. Basically, do you know the on the Xbox One where yeah. you can sign up for, I think it's £10 a month, and they've got like 200 games you can just download and play. Yeah, Xbox Games Pass, yeah. Yes. This is a game service like that, but for PC. Okay. And I believe it's five or six pound a month. And they've I, feel, got... I feel like I've heard of it. What's the name? That is the name. Utamic, however. Oh, that's the name? Yes. Of the, the service? Yes. Okay, okay, maybe I haven't heard of it. And they've got, I think, four, five hundred games to choose from. And, yeah. I mean, like, I can quickly just... My games list that I downloaded was Cities, Double XL, Double Dragon Trilogy, Jurassic Park the Game, Nights into Dreams, um, Red Faction 2, Sonic the Hedgehog 4, uh, Unreal, Unreal Tournament, The New Wonderboy... World Rally Fever, and if you go to the home dashboard, there's like Saints Row the Third, Metro, Borderlands, Dead Island, Riptide, 
Okay, so there's a, there's a good there's a good amount there. Star I mean, a Wars, lot of, the they're quite released. old, but yeah. But I mean, I mean, like I say, if I was to just to go into the search, just a, a quick and put like. Uh, oh, maybe should have. Oh, if I type Unreal. Mm-hmm. And then just put like click on the Unreal Gold, and then other games similar to that. It's got Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight Two, Dark Forces, Unreal Two, Red Faction One and Two, Unreal Tournament, Unreal Tournament Two Thousand and Four, Space Trader, Republic Commando, Star Wars Battlefront Two, Yeah, Painkiller, Worms. Crazy Taxi, Operation Flashpoint. Yeah, so it's got Alpha Protocol. It's it does seem to have a lot of stuff, and yeah. I when I first I've I've done a quick video on our YouTube channel, and mm. when I was first talking about it, I honestly thought it was like the PS4 sort of thing where. You stream the game, yeah. But it's not. You actually literally have to download the game. Mm. So the video, the video is like sixteen minutes, and I was going to be. Oh, we'll just quickly try this. Oh, we'll just quickly try this. But I clicked on a game and it said download, and it's like, oh, this is going to be a really bad video. So I stopped the download and I just started clicking around some random game, see what was on the service. Right, sure. But yeah, so that I think for a five or a month, it's not bad. You know, it's... Okay, alright. And... So I would recommend even... I think you get a two-week trial. So I'd recommend just going on... I'll, I'll spell it, because... It's U-T-O-M-I-K. I think it's... Dot com as well. I think that's the website. <laughs> and... Yeah, give that a go. It seems a good service. A couple of games I've played on the... PS4, there was a new surfing game coming out, and I played it. I wish I okay. never, but I played it. Oh wow! Okay. It looks like a high-res buffed PS1 game. Oh okay. It is terrible. Is it an indie title? I think it's about fifty quid. Really? Who's I it? Who's the developer? I don't. Actually, I think it was Climax. Really? Okay. I think it's like a British developer. Because mm. I saw that and I thought, oh, that might be quite good because they've done some really good racing, like motorbike games and stuff in the past. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, oh, there might, you know, it might be something decent, but no, it's terrible. Mm. I couldn't even okay. work out how to do it. It seemed more of a, a button rhythm sort of game because when you hit the wave, you had to press the triangle button, then press the square button, and then. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Whenever I pressed the button, it didn't register, and I just fell off the board. Oh, okay. So I, I played it for like twenty minutes, and I could not work it out how to play it. Yeah. No, I'm sorry to do this, David, but I am gonna have to pop out now to go to my flight. Before you go, I would just like to say, F1 2017 is available for PS4, Xbox One, PC. It is probably Codemasters' best. Phone one game they've ever made. Really, it's an amazing game. 
I loved it. Okay. It's great. The rest of the games that I've been playing, we can talk next week. Yeah, but yeah. We'll end it there. Thank you, Chris. I will come back and do the quick ending of the podcast. But thank you for coming on. No, no. Hope you have a safe journey. Yeah, thank you. Hey, and I'm sorry, guys, that we have to cut it short this week. But uh, we will be here same time next week with a more usual length episode. Yes. Yes, we will. Sweet. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, David. Thank you. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. So that was the podcast there. Thank you all for sticking around and listening to us. Please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Um... We are on Patreon, so go to patreon.com slash O-U-G. We have official merchandise like cups and t-shirts at Blue Cyborg, so bluecyborg.com and just search 1UP Gaming. Um, sorry about this cold. I keep sniffing and snorting and whatever. But we also have a music album out. Just search Games Inspired Music. Um easiest to find it on like the Google Play Store or Spotify things like that and we've also got our very first 100 podcasts exclusively at audiobooksontape.com so just go onto there and search 1UP Gaming Uh, we're on Facebook YouTube just search 1UP Gaming we have an official Twitch site so just go to twitch.tv slash OUG official if you want to tweet us it's at OUG official and email us again. It's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. Please um, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave five stars and positive feedback. It just helps when people are searching for podcasts about gaming and random rubbish that no one really needs to listen to. But it's always fun to know that we've got a few downloads. But, yes, yeah, so I believe it's been episode 208. Just a quick one this week. But... Hopefully, with the explanation at the beginning, you can understand why it's been a bit scattershot with the podcasts over the last few months. But hopefully, moving forward, we can get this all started and start doing regular recordings for the show. So, it's been me, David, and thanks again to Chris for coming on, giving us a few few minutes, well, about an hour of his time to chat to us and talk to us so thank you all and we will see you next week goodbye do you have trouble sleeping tossing and turning all night nothing you do seems to help you're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night well now there's a solution now there's fat cat fly with fat cat fly you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit Facebook.com slash Fat Cat Fly, because you deserve a better life. Hey guys, Justin here. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. We love all of our listeners. Yes, even you. If you get a chance, head on over to iTunes and give us a rating. We really appreciate it, and it really helps us out. It'll keep the good times going for a long time to come. Thanks, and we'll see you in the next episode.